All righty. We're in the middle of discussing what the malacha uh, involved in a number of the cases in the Mishnah is, uh, what the what the what the milacha involves is, and which one is uh, are you violating? So the Gemara said the Gemara had suggested that perhaps there's a whole list of things that women do, cosmetic things that women do, um, braiding their hair, eyeshadow, blush. So the Gemara suggested, perhaps this is the explanation. Goideles is mishum oireges. The braiding of the hair is over because of weaving. Koicheles mishum koiseves. The eyeshadow is because of uh, writing. And koikeves mishum tove. We said that for some, that uh, the blush, or as Bach correctly pointed out, there's another shot that uh, involves the arrangement of the hair, um, involves some sort of weaving aspect. The, the shot that said it was blush says that there's like a, a string or a, a doughy string of something or other that they would use to, uh, to get this process going to um, to, to uh, apply this cosmetic. So says the Gemara, that can't be because these are not the normal ways to do all these things. You can't tell me when somebody does something that's so distinctly different from the uh, from the normal way of performing this malacha that, uh, oh, this is really writing. I'm putting on eyeshadow. I'm not writing. Says the Gemara, El Amra Vifal. To, to halfway through the last line, tied down on base. This is the following explanation. The following explanation I heard from The woman who applies eyeshadow is dying. Um, with a Y, uh, and the type of dying that means uh, coloring. Goideles, uh, the uh, braiding of the hair, and the Blush, Mishum Boyne. These things are Boyne. Now, I can see how that works a little better with the hair arranging shot. I wasn't sure how it's supposed to work with the blush shot. Um, regardless, as the Gemara of Hider, Binyimbekach. Is this the normal way to build things? Says the Gemara in. Yes, Kedar Shashem, Vimanazi, but even Hashem, like Kimas Atela. We have this Gemara in Brachis. Um, the Gemara says, What does it mean by even Hashem built the rib? So he removed the rib from Adam Rishon, and what did he do? He made it into a wife. So, who set up Chava, he arranged her hair, he braided her hair so that she should look attractive, and brought her to Adam. She came to Karachi. That word, Vayiven. That echoes this uh, this uh, word that they use out in the uh, in the the cities that are on the sea, um, where they call braided hair uh, benisa. Okay. Tanya Rosham Lazaraimer goideles koicheles upoikeses laatzma patur lechaver tochay. Rosham Lazar says, woman uh, can braid her hair. Um, she can apply eyeshadow. And she can be poikase. Uh, she can do all these things for herself. Right? She's, I shouldn't say she can't. 
she is potter if she does all these things for herself, but if she does it for another, she does it for someone else, she is going to be chayev. She's going to be chayev. Um, right, so that's that's the opinion of Rabshem Ben Elazar. And a similar Shabbos related halacha from Rabshem Ben Elazar would say from Elazar, a woman should not put um, sirak, which is a red coloring, perhaps it functioned like blush. Um, um, on her face because she is dyeing her face. Okay. Someone who um, is involved in dairy making. So he's chaylev, he's milking, or mechabetz. He is, uh, Rashi says that mechabetz, um, he suggests two, uh, two possible explanations. One of them is uh, the person who when the person puts the milk into the keva, the way that cheese was made uh, in ancient times, and I believe uh, in some parts of the world it's probably still made this way. Essentially, the process, even if even at an industrial level, the process is not very different from this. They would take milk and they would put it into the keva, into one of the stomachs of a dead ruminant animal, which obviously was somewhat cleaned for the purpose, and the uh, the enzymes would um, contribute to the curdling of the cheese. So um, that it's either the placing of the milk into the keva, or it is another step, which is uh, someone who makes a, a, a sort of clea out of rubber and puts the um, the congealed cheese pre like proto cheese mixture into it. Um, and somebody who makes cheese. I assume the Megavin is the person who um, who actually uh, who actually takes the curds and presses them together. I mean, I shouldn't say I assume. But a Megavin, that is the definition of a Megavin. Someone who takes the curds and actually presses them together to make the chunk of cheese. Uh, that's, in other words, the end stage, the last step of the product. So all those people all those malachas, the shear for them is a kigregris, is a fig-sized piece. In other words, if you make a fig-sized piece of food in this fashion, you are over. Now, somebody who sweeps, somebody who's meravit, so imagine you have a house with a dirt floor. During the summer, uh, you could find yourself kicking up clouds of dust all over the house. Very unpleasant. So what you do is you take uh, like a, a spritz bottle and you spray it all around. Um, and you, uh, well, your garden hose on the spray setting and you uh, you wet the ground very slightly. So it shouldn't be, not that it should be mud, but so that the floor should be a little more well packed. Somebody removes uh, cakes of honey, honeycombs. So... Shagag B'Shabes, all of these things, if you do them B'Shagag and Shabes, Chayev Chatos, Hizid B'Yomtev, if you do them on purpose, even on Yomtev, right? Like Arabayim, you receive Malkus, Devar B'Lazar. What are you talking about, right? These things are not Asr Mikra. Then, the only Yisr is B'Drabana Misham B'Shvos. Rav Nachum Bar-Guri, Ekel and Arda, Rav Nachum Bar-Guri came to Narda, so Bowmine, they asked them, and it seems maybe they had, I'm not sure if it means the uh, the uh, the people of the Shiva Tanarda or that the Valvatum of Narada were learned. 
which makes sense because Nardo was a, a uh, Torah town, a yeshiva town. So they ask him as follows. Why is a chayle, why is somebody who milks a cow chayle? The answer is, so they move on to the next. And they give him a funny look and they said, okay, how about the guy who puts the milk into the keva? He says, I think the chiv is mechabitz. Okay, so it's getting weird already. Uh, your Rebbe was obviously not very good at, I literally meet somebody who was cutting uh, uh, reeds out of the marsh. And what that means in terms of the uh, idiom is that he was a not, a good, not good at explaining Mishnayis because clearly you don't know what you're talking about. So, so he's humiliated and he goes and he asks the Eilum in the base Medrash. So, when somebody milks a cow, he's chayiv mishum me'farik. Because he's separating uh, the, uh, the food from the place where it has gathered. So, that is called me'farik. So, chayiv mishum me'farik. And, mechabetz chayiv mishum boirer. Mechabetz is chayiv because of boirer. He's doing boirer. Um... And finally, um, the person who constructs, who squishes together the curds and, and puts them into a, a mold or whatever, or some kind of holding utensil, create the cheese, he is doing boiling. Okay. Now, as we said earlier, somebody who sweeps the floor, somebody who uh, Wets, who wets the floor so it doesn't rise up in clouds of dust, and the someone who harvests honey, cakes of honey. So, uh, we said that if he does a b'shege, he has to bring a chatas. I should say, Rebel Lezer holds that if he does a b'shege, he, he has to bring a chatas. If he does a b'meses on Yamtiv, he receives malchus. Dibre Rebel Lezer. I'm Rebel Lezer. My time at Rebel Lezer. What's Rebel Lezer talking about? We see um, and there's an incident which is which is mentioned in Shmuel Aleph where uh, Shal HaMelech declares a fast on the people of, uh, of Israel during a war and Yenison doesn't get the uh, doesn't get the memo and he ends up eating and he, uh, what's the scenario in which he ends up eating? He inserts he finds a, a beehive and he takes his stick and he inserts it into the beehive and gets some honey and eats the honey. So, what do you mean? What's Yaras Hadvash? We always translate Yaras Hadvash as honeycomb. But what do you mean Yaras Hadvash? Yar is a forest. What does a forest have to do with Hadvash? Allahim Lacham. Just as the forest, somebody who cuts down a tree from the forest on Shabbos has to bring a chatos, so too someone who takes honey out of a beehive, honeycombs out of a beehive, has to bring a chatos. Okay. It says the Gemara, Ameymar, Shora Zilchab and Mechuza. Ameymar permitted. Um, Ameymar uh, permitted zilcha means literally sprinkling, which is what is that's what we referred to either earlier as lirabets. He prefer he permitted people to do that um, in the city of 
Um, where was he again? In the city of Mechuzah. Amar taimavayam rabbana domasa ashri gumas. Alchaleka gumas. So he explained as follows. He said, what is the issue there, Abbanan, that the Chacham uh, are concerned with over here? So he said, in Mechuzah, everyone has a stone floor. And when you have a stone floor, there's nothing wrong with sprinkling water on the stone floor because Chazal's concern is you're going to come, you're going to come with the floor slightly wet, you're going to end up smoothing out the holes in your floor and doing vayna. But over, but over here, there are no, right, we have stone floors, we have nice solid floors, and we have no holes in our floors. Okay, Rabba Teisva Ashkele Ravina, it probably should be Rabba Teisva, yeah. Rabba Teisva Ashkele Ravina, the comet Styrme Havali found Ravina that was very uh, hot and um, muggy in his house. I'm the Mark. She should bring the Rabba Ashkele Ravina, she comet Styrme Havali, maybe it was two other people, or at least, uh, yeah, two other people. Says the Don't you, don't you hold? of uh, this price. Uh, clearly, it would have been helpful if you could be Miravich, it's basic. If you had been able to put down cool water all around this house, it would have cleared the air a little bit. So don't you hold of this following trick that it says in the price. Maybe Areva Malayamayim. You take a container, you bring a container full of water, and you wash your hands in one corner. Your hands in a different corner, your feet in a different corner. You have to realize what a small house they lived in. Um, but you, sh- you should wash yourself around the house, um, and that would, the water you drop will achieve the purpose of being barabes. Says the Gemara, he says, You know what, you're right, I didn't think of that. Um, the woman, the, the Chazal say, uh, a wise woman will find a way to be Miravit's her house on Shabbos, presumably using the method we just described. Today, the sphere of Reb Shimon, Today, we hold like Reb Shimon who holds a Malach Sheikh So, therefore, in this scenario, um, in this scenario, uh, you're permitted to. Uh, you're permitted, in, in today's day and age, rather, you're permitted to be Merabit. You're permitted to do this. Uh, I'm sorry, some of the that was incorrect. The, this is Darashena Muscavin. Um, you're permitted to uh, do Merabit because whatever smoothing out of the floor occurs is Darashena Muscavin. Very well. Says the Mishnah. Somebody who plucks. A plant out of an atzis out of a um, a flower pot with a hole. So chayiv If you do it from a, a flower pot which is enay nakuv, he is potter, right? That's potter. Shimon poiter bezer bezer. Shimon says you're potter either. Wait, excuse me, just a second.
Okay. Says the Gemara, Romila by Larava, the Amila Kia by Rav and the Raz. They asked as follows: Not Rabbi Shimon Peter Bezet u Bezet. Rabbi Shimon says you're Peter either way, right? Regardless of whether or not the flower pot has a home. Alma Nakov the Rabbi Shimon, because ain't a Nakov Mashvilite. We see that according to Rabbi Shimon, there's no difference between a flower pot with a hole and one with hat. Uriminu a stira contradiction. Rabbi Shimon Eimer ain't be Nakov l'shein a Nakov. Shimon says there is no difference between a flower pot with a hole and one without. There is one difference. The difference is um, to, uh, to create hechsher for tuma for seedlings. What happened? Rashi explains if I have uh, in, a pl- in a flower pot with holes, I have, um, I have uh, seedlings growing. So they're considered they're considered attached to the ground and things that are attached to the ground do not become tamay. However, if I have things in, um, if I have things in a flower pot, which is without a hole, that's considered talush and therefore those seedlings can indeed become tamay. So on my leg, says to him, don't get confused. Shimon in fact does consider it across the board like talush, uh, uh, a flower pot without without holes is like talush. Shani l'din tuma that teri ribzatare itzos royim. The only difference is, I'm sorry, uh, the opposite. Um, the 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 the, uh, the only difference is, and uh, and the the only difference is in terms of tuma that teri ribzatare itzos royim. The teri has a specific zeres akasu in reference to. Uh, seedling. Um, the pasuk says anything in reference to uh, to uh, to to uh, to tuma. The, the pasuk says I'll call on every planted seed which shall be planted. So uh, that would be la fuke, right? That's memayit mechuber. Anything that's uh, even a little bit attached. You know, that's even a little bit attached. However, right, make no mistake, in Atzitz She'enei Nakov is certainly, uh, is certainly totally Talish. Okay. Okay. Really, so really what he's trying to ask him, I suppose, uh, is, you know, can you explain what it is that makes Toma different? And he answers Certain old man asked Mali. What happens if there's a root precisely positioned over the hole? In other words, you look into the hole and you see a root of the plant right there. Is that any better? Is that any? Uh, does that increase the halachic uh, significance of this atzis um, Right, I should say. Excuse me, I misread it. Mali Amr Shimon. Right, what's Rabbi Shimon's opinion about that? Does he concede that such a hechetimza is like mechuber? Is like mechuber. So, right, because remember, Rabbi Shimon holds your pot. The fact that there's a hole in the pot doesn't really bother him, except for in Tuma. No, he doesn't care about pots of holes. It says in Gemara, um, one time, this old man found Rebzeir, he was teaching, and Rebzeir said, 
that Rav Shimon is Maida, Rav Shimon concedes, when you have a hole in the flower pot, which is large enough to bring Tara, we talked about this, and we're going to talk about it a little more in a second, um, way back when, when you have a Kli that has a, um, that has a hole large enough to uh, pass certain things through it, um, that is a bitle of the Tara's Kli, and that can cause it to not be Mekabotoma anymore. Right, that removes the Kli status. So, he found Reb Zeir teaching, and Reb Zeir said that if it was Nikah B'chlei Ta'arosai, um, Reb Shimon conceives that it's considered Mechubar, if it has a hole that large. So, I'm a lay, when it came to a root over a hole, oh, directly over the hole, directly over the ground, you had nothing to say. Nikah B'chlei Ta'arosai, boy, all of a sudden, you're saying if it has a hole the size enough to be retired on the side, you know, not, not, Connect to the ground, then that's then that's good that you skipped a step. My, my question is more simple. Why don't you know the answer to my question? So I'm Rabbi, and so Rabbi, you know what? This is what Reb actually said. This is what Reb actually said. Shimon can see is that if the hole is lematamirvius, an interesting halacha. If the hole is below. In other words, if from where if the hole is so close to the bottom that it's not machzik revius, then in other words, there's not a revius sized. In other words, imagine if you could cut the flower pot in half or less, wherever the hole is. So the if you would cut below the hole, the resulting container would be would be able to hold less than revius. Okay. There are five There are five elements, five special midas to a klicharis, to a earthenware vessel. Nikiv kemoitzi mashket tahar milatami gistra. If a if a if a, such a kli, such an earthenware vessel gets a hole small enough to allow liquid out, which is a relatively small hole. Um, so tahar milatami um, gistra. It already is. Um, Um, depending on how well constructed the klicheris is, right? If it's a regular kli, if it's a good solid uh, jug or something, so this little hole is not enough to render it tahar. We say that it's no longer a kli. However, if it was already a gistera, a shever kli, if it was already a shard, and now you find a hole, that's enough to um, to render it. Uh, to render it no longer, to take away its Klee status. Um, okay. V'adayin Klee hu l'kadosh po'in mechatas. Now at that point, it's still a Klee in terms of mechatas. What does that mean? Um, if it is a whole Klee, right? Rashi needs to really help us this Gemara. It's a very strange Gemara. If it's an un, right, not a Gistera, if it's a full-blown uh, Klee, and it has a hole, large enough to let out liquid, so it's still a kli, and it's such a good kli, it's such a good vessel, you can even use it too, l'kadosh by mechatas, right? Uh, you have to put mayim chayim el keli, it's mam shigzeris akasov, you have to put the water of the paraduma into a kli, and you can put it into this one, even though there's a, there's a hole that's letting out liquid, that's a good enough kli for that purpose. However, nikiv kisherish cotton, if it develops a hole which is as large as a sherish cotton, a small root, um, right, it no longer, and no longer, um, it no longer 
it, it becomes now an atzmi tznakov. Right? At this point, it's an atzmi tznakov, um, and it's still and it's considered mechuber lekarka. Since it's mechuber lekarka, it's not that it's not a kli. It's just that it's, it's considered mechuber lekarka attached to the ground, and therefore any zeroyim, any seedlings that are in it, are going to be viewed as being attached to the ground and tahar, not able to be kavutor. Now, by that kliho lekabel boizesin. It still has the status of a kli um, because it can hold olives. And since it can hold olives, that's the shear that we have for kli charas um, to, uh, to retain their kli status. Um, right? To retain their kli status because that's the average, right? Because ice is the average food. Nikiv kamaiti seisim, if the hole develops to be large enough that olives can come out of it, so tahar milikabal boizesim, right? It is now it has no it has now lost its its status as a standard clean. Now says the more about that by right? What happens if I uh, if I um, if I was miyachid? If I say no, this is actually my fruit bowl. I'm going to keep pomegranates, and pomegranates are very large, and this small hole is not going to bother them at all. So at that point. Um, it still it gets back its teras clean. Or I don't know. I don't want to get into the issue of whether it gets back or not. But um, it can in such a in such a scenario when it is miyuchid um, for that purpose. It can uh, it can um, it can uh, it can it will still be tar. Uh, excuse me. It will it will not be tar. It will still be a cleat because the remainim the pomegranates won't fall out through such a small hole. Now nikiv kamaytzi remainim. If it develops a hole large enough for pomegranates to fall out, then it's game over. That's not a clay anymore. Now, the hook of Tzamid Pasil, if it has a lid, so it goes, it continues until uh, most of the clay disappears, right? Until most of the clay is missing. Uh, a a clay with a lid, that's a superpower clay. Okay. And that's a superpower kli. Um, um, uh, uh, now, for context, right? Obviously, the I should I suppose it's not so obvious. The 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 halacha of tamid pasul is the opposite sort of halacha that we've been talking about the whole time. Tamid pasul is to protect your uh, the, the contents of the kli from toma. So if I have uh, if I have uh, you know an item which is in the oil hamais which is sharing space with a dead body and it's in a container with a lid so if there's a hole in the container you would think perhaps that the uh, the lid is no longer effective and the tumma gets in right up until now the summit possible the lid was protecting the contents from getting uh from getting tummy but now that the uh that there's a hole in the container so perhaps perhaps um perhaps the tumma can get in so says the Gemara, that would require most of the container to have been broken away. Require a very large hole. Okay. So Amravasi, Shamati Klicheres, Yurik Kamoitzi Rimoy. I learned that a Klicheres, the shear, in order to, uh, the shear for a Klicheres is Kamoitzi Rimoy, is uh, when a hole develops, which is large enough to extract a, uh, for a pomegranate to come out. So Amralei, Rava, Shemalei, Shamata, Album, Muk of Tum, Perhaps, says Rava, maybe uh, the halacha you're referring to is um, about a uh, a tzamid pasul, right? Not that not that a klicheres, uh, not necessarily that a klicheres becomes tahar when it develops a hole large enough for imaynim, 
maybe what you heard was that when a what you you're, you're confused and what you're really remembering is a Allah about summit puzzle that if a summit puzzle has a hole um, the size of a pomegranate, then it no longer protects from tomah. Maybe that's your it says anymore. Hold on a second. But Rabbi who Amar Mukaf Tamid Pasal Achiv Chazuva. It was Rabbi Sechnigo who said that you need most of the container to break off. Right, most of the container has to break off, not uh, not uh, a remoin sized hole. A pomegranate sized hole. Gemara like Hasha. Rabbi Habizotri depends on the size of the kli. If the size, if the kli is very large, so. Um, it works. Uh, it works as protection even uh, when the hole is larger than a pomegranate. Up until rive, up until the majority of the kli is missing, and if it's very small, so the assessment is going to be a hole the size of a pomegranate. Okay, that is all for today.